Hello, everyone. How are you? And welcome to episode 16 of Utopia to Me with me, your host, Chris Locke. Look, right now I'm sitting on my couch, cozy, and I got a toque on in America that is a beanie or a winter hat, whatever you call it. And my ears are staying warm because it's chilly in our place. It's getting cold out. December 1st, uh, 2014, that's the time right now. And I'm growing my beard back because, man, you can't have this cold wind whipping your face. If you can't grow a beard, I don't know how you do it. But I'm really excited for this episode, for you guys to check it out. It's We take a little shift. It's not, an, in fact, a comedian as the guest. It is an editor and... Uh, in chief of vice.com.ca, the Canadian version of Vice. He works at Vice. It's uh, Patrick McGuire. And uh, we've uh, talked a bit. He's a really cool guy. Um, it's a really great conversation. <clears throat> so, because he deals with insane articles all the time, like vice.com style articles, you know, the topics are you. I thought they were like heavier than um, whatever, like some of the comedian stuff. So I loved it. It got juicy. There's some cool ideas. He's a smart guy, really fun. Um, I'm a ding dong comedian, uh, you know. So I tried to keep up, and uh, and uh, we we made it really funny and had a lot of fun times and laughs. So I think you guys will really like it. There's one thing that I keep dwelling on though is when we talked about Ferguson, I called the protesters rioters, and then he pointed out that it might be not right to call them rioters, and I didn't even think about that. I was just reporting. I was just re- like repeating how the TV sort of reported it and news articles. And I was like, oh, yeah, I never thought of that differentiation. But that's what happens when you write for a publication like Vice, right? You get to like, you have to think like that. You have to think, am, am I saying the right thing or what's liable? And so it was really neat to learn that. And, uh, yeah, maybe I need a PR consultant to tell me how to talk on my own podcast. But... The whole thing is so much fun. He's got some amazing ideas. You guys are going to love it. I've been nattering on already. I cracked a beer. Patrick just left. Um, I'm I'm trying to stay warm. It's freezing. I hope wherever you guys are listening to this podcast, stay warm. Stay bundled. Unless you're like, you know, south or like out west in California or something, then take all your clothes off, man, and listen to these on top of a palm tree. I don't care. But for most of you in North America right now, Canada in uh, northern america just stay bundled and uh and enjoy this podcast with the uh, vice.ca editor-in-chief uh, patrick mcguire it's a lot of fun enjoy just want to say one thing quickly actually is you can this is embarrassing because you can tell um i've got the shadow of my beard because i'm trying to grow it back as fast <laughs> as possible you know what i mean have you been hiding it inside? Uh, like I, sh- I was like, I I'm done with my beard. Everyone has a beard now. I'm sick of it. And then I shaved it off like early October. It's the worst season to shave your beard. I know. Off, I'm man. dumb. It's getting cold out. Snowflakes are hitting my bare face. Um, yeah. I just, I, I and I think I just look better with a beard. Yeah, the stubble looks good though. Thanks. Okay, I'm insecure about it because it's like it's that dirty stage. It's just like a week long. Well, at least it's not patchy or anything. No, no, I can grow a good beard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 16. That voice you're listening to, um, listen to me complain about my face. That's Patrick McGuire. Hey. Patrick, thanks for coming to do the podcast. Thank you. Utopia to me. Um, yeah, so Patrick works with uh, Vice, yes. right? Vice Magazine, Vice Canada. 
I want to say editor, but I know you have way more job description. Can you tell everyone else what else you do? Sure. I, I'm the I'm the editor in chief now for Canada, which is great. That's uh, huge. It's exciting. Thanks. Uh, that's recent. <laughs> so that's why I said thanks. Not just, um, yeah, yeah. Thanks. But uh, yeah, a lot of producing as well. We've got a food show on, yeah. on our food site called Munchies, which is a show about Canada. So I've been traveling around the country with this big crazy guy named maddie matheson oh yeah um and we've gone to pei and newfoundland and calgary and all over quebec and we still have a few episodes to do it's called munchies well the network's called munchies oh which okay is not really a network it's a youtube channel but it's a youtube channel with a lot of subscribers so yeah called a network damn i can't believe i didn't get that food job i would be good for a food show well, maybe we could do like a another one a show where you like <laughs> teach people how to grow a beard and teach people yeah. how to eat uh Eat peanut Different butter, types bread. of foods to eat so your beard grows faster. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I could be lying, but Dr. Oz probably lies too, right? All the time, left and right. <laughs> yeah, I think he yeah. got busted for that, right? Yeah, right after Cosby, but it got buried because of the Cosby thing. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> thank God for the cause. Isn't that funny? I bet you Gian, Gian Gameshi uh, was psyched about Cosby too. Yeah, I guess so. Isn't that... Well, maybe he couldn't pay attention. <laughs> Hopefully he couldn't pay attention. <laughs> I don't know if he's psyched about anything. Hopefully yeah, he was suffering as much as he should, I guess. But, um, yeah. Okay, so good. So lots of things with Vice. Editor-in-chief. That's huge. Um, Munchies traveling around. And uh, are you taking a break of, for traveling for a bit? or Because uh, it's December. Yeah, we're taking a break, kind of. But uh, without saying too much, I have to go somewhere extremely cold in february like negative 45 negative 50 um when like late february where um it's around russia you don't want to say oh really four munchies no this is something else okay (laughs) this is a science related story oh cool so yeah Yeah. we got a lot in the works right now wow what's you you can't you don't want to give it away eh? it's huge i'm i'd probably get in trouble Oh, wow. Science-related story somewhere near Russia in yeah. February. Yeah. Oh, because when you said that, I'm going to do a comedy club in February in Winnipeg. Oh. <laughs> and we, I was like, oh, maybe we're both going to be in Winnipeg. <laughs> Winnipeg's actually weirdly connected to this. So Really? Yeah, it is. Science-wise? Yeah. There's an expert in Winnipeg that has something to do with the story we're investigating. Wait a minute. Do I know now? I don't know. Maybe. How many people do you know in Winnipeg? <laughs> I only know scientists. Oh, well, then I'm screwed. I've let the no, cat no. out of the bag. Does it have to do with something that happened earlier this fall? No. Okay. Because I know a Canadian person from around there was responsible. Like, they made the vaccine for Ebola or something, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, no, this is completely unrelated. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm just, now I'm just trying to solve the puzzle. You won't. Why the hell? Okay. I'm well, sorry cool. for bringing it up. No, I'll be patient and I'll wait for it to come out. Cool. Will it be on vice.ca? It will be on um, on our tech and science site motherboard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so cool. So much cool stuff. Do you guys need a an idiot to be embedded in a war zone right now? I don't know if I would want to do that to you. <laughs> Your <laughs> wife funny might not be so happy. You might not come back. The guys that you guys have embedded in like all these crazy war zones all the time are so well-traveled. and Yeah, it's a whole other skill. Confident. You know? Yeah, I'd just be like, "It's not my." Can I have thing. a nap now? And they're like, "No naps here." That'd be <laughs> Put my on problem. your vest. Yeah, yeah. Put on your bulletproof vest and hide under this gun. Yeah. Well, all right. So, you have listened to a few episodes, and you're psyched on the idea, right? I have. 
That's cool. Um, I messaged you. Yeah. And volunteered. So I guess you've run down your list. And I had now. to guess what you wanted, though. You just wrote, I'm psyched. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can do it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you messaged me, which is very nice, because usually I'm messaging you, saying, let's let's do a food show in um, in Syria, and I will be the embedded uh, <laughs> chef. But yeah, so this is good. Uh, I'm going to start with some basic questions about your utopian world. Sure. I know you have some ideas already. Uh, no, actually, you know what? You already have some ideas already. Yeah, well, I think uh, the one thing... Let's, let, yeah, let's start with your own ideas, okay. just so we'll build... Yeah. Just because I, I want to build it around this core idea. Okay, cool. I think that uh, the gender split is causing a lot of problems for us. Yes. You know, 50-50, pretty much, male-female. You know, we mentioned John Gomeshi, Bill Cosby right off the bat. Yeah, and that is... You know, every major institute, every major corporation, you know, generally run by males, every government. And I think maybe it's, you know, we try Utopia where it's more like 80-20 scale back the dudes wow bring them down about 20 percent. i'm psyched about that no one has said anything like that I, you know not even the female guests so far well i think uh i'm into trying less dudes yeah like way less you, you can be there you know oh, you brought so me much. on the show you give me the opportunity to create this so you're on the list right but i'm a very yeah you're i'm a, passive aggressive I, I just hang out yeah because you know i don't think uh, like if all my bosses were Women, if, you know, the police chief and the mayor and, like, the prime minister, they're all women. I just, I think we would be in a better place. You think so? It's worth a shot at this point. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. I didn't mean you think so, like, incredulously. Like, in you <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I meant more like, um, yeah, I think that's a good idea. You know. And uh, I was asking if I you mean, really believe so. Rape would go cool. down. Yeah, just because men would have more respect. Like shitty dudes? Yeah, I think so. Like they'd be like, hey, stop raping her. The president is her. Well, I think of. the penalties would be greater too. Oh, yeah. I think we would just have a system that like dealt with it in a more harsh way. Well, I guess, yeah, women wouldn't have, yeah, that feeling of like being shamed by the media and all that stuff. If, if women ran everything. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a great idea right off the bat. I mean, what could go wrong, really? Are you single right now? No, I have a girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that's the only thing where the idea kind of falls apart. Because, like, yeah. from a dating level, you know, like, all of these men would have, like, a ton of... Ch- presuming you have a sort of equal split of, like, who's hetero and who is, like, all like homosexual or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then I think you would just end up with a lot of, like, partnerless women. But maybe that wouldn't be... The worst thing, you just probably end up with a lot of lesbians by nature. Yeah. I don't know how that would work. Well, maybe if a lot of the women are from this era first. Yeah. And then we do the gender split experimentation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they'd probably be relaxed that yeah. they don't have to be in a relationship. Be with like, a, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, they don't have to be, uh, babysit us idiots. And I feel like that's a lot of what they end up doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally like that. I we, I guess yeah. If I'm you know I'm just a ding dong comedian, but I feel like I'm a ding dong journalist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bigger dong than uh, not dong. Oh well, yeah, maybe <laughs> we can find out. There's, yeah, you're gonna need something stronger than this green tea, though. There's some huge dongs. That's not green tea. Um, oh god. Yeah, we're drinking green tea, guys. But don't worry, the cat hasn't come into the room yet. Um, but yeah, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the dynamic of 
what doesn't get talked about a lot, and this is coming from like this is why I established Ding Dong Comedian Brain. What doesn't get uh, talked about a lot in the articles that pass around on Facebook, etc., in the gender issues is the psychology of the man. It always turns into like a lot of the times we we. As much as the man huffs and puffs, it is a son-mother dynamic in so many relationships. Like, even men in power are, like, I feel like they're um, motivated by those unconscious drives, right? Yeah, it's a, it's an uncomfortable thing to think about, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to be that guy. Yeah, but then uh, it's, but the, maybe that's what would help start the shift. Into this eighty twenty world that you're talking about is, is if men did become comfortable with that, yeah, and realize how powerful a woman really is, well, yeah, exactly. and how much control they, or power they do have over. Just our, let go us. a little bit. We both should be single right now. This would be a huge score this <laughs> in this podcast. utopia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be like, we totally understand, and then uh, who knows? Maybe it wouldn't be monogamous relationships then. Maybe well, that's another thing. Yeah, I mean, fr- personally, like. I'm okay with monogamous relationships, but, yeah. um, and I think you guys have touched on this before. Me too. My wife, by the way, is making chili yeah. in the next, <laughs> yeah, like, in the next oh, room. Yeah, he's awesome, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, I think that would probably happen by necessity. And I think that in a woman-dominated uh, world, who knows, but maybe, you know, like monogamy would be less important. I think, like, it's more in a man's best interest to be in monogamous relationships. You think so? <laughs> Maybe. Because they're mean, like mine. They're those yeah, kind of guys. Like, I think that that, if you're looking at like, I mean, it's so hard to generalize these things. I feel like this is just dangerous territory, but yeah, that's fine. Um, story of our lives yeah, these days. Right. Exactly. But I mean, a modern woman and a modern man, I think that there's like just, I think there's been less evolution with the modern man for like, if you're looking at like right. a guy over the past, like 30, 40 years, um, I don't think we've changed a lot and I don't think women have changed like essentially, but I think the world around them has. And, and I think that, you know, they're probably more enlightened in a lot of ways. And so, yeah, I, uh, a less monogamous planet would probably be the result of like an 80, 20 split. But is it ignorant to say that there's an, uh, unconscious desire in a percentage of women to find a man that they can trust and be secure because they're going to be out of it for a while, like with a baby, like at least for nine yeah, to 10 I months. Mean, I don't mean to suggest that like no one, I wants feel like that. that's a weird evolutionary thing yeah. to think. And of like, from when we were like freaking animals, but like more animals than we are now. But like, yeah, I mean, this whole idea true? could be just flying in the face <laughs> of nature. Yeah, but that's cool, too. You yeah. can change nature however you want in this utopian world. Oh, okay. I like your idea a lot. I think it's really fun, smart, and fair, and no one's brought that up yet. 16 episodes. Hey, well, sweet 16. Is there any other ideas that you wanted to start off with so far? Uh, yeah, sweet Well, 16. I was toying with the idea of no cops. No cops. Yeah. Cool. But that would sort of necessitate, like... Okay, we're going to do the heavy parts first then yeah. we'll lighten up. i'm a heavy guy <laughs> yeah i know i read some of your articles from vice um it's good you break uh some pretty uh intense stories thank you well yeah, yeah uh, it makes me more intense by nature i guess but sometimes i don't read them because i'm like you're too sad <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it's yeah. like how early you, in the morning how do you think i feel i got my first coffee I'm, or tea i'm like holy shit panic attacks all the time is but, it true uh yeah how do you balance your panic attacks? You just juggle them? Um, just like, you know, heavy breathing. I stopped drinking. 
Yeah, that helps big time. Which is which has helped a lot. Um, oh, like not being able to get too drunk would be awesome. If like moderate drinking was the only possible drinking. Oh like, really? If we just were like governed. you don't want your fellow man or woman to uh, like enjoy. you can't black out. Black out. Yeah, that's good. You know, like we just have a governor. That's so funny. That'd be nice. That's just more of a personal thing. Yeah. Well, hey, it's your personal utopia. Maybe some people like blacking out. I don't really. So we're drinking moderately. Yeah. It's um, a lot of women. I think most people regret blacking out. Um, Probably. Yeah. And if they. No one like blacks out and does their taxes. No one's like. I blacked, blacked out and out deposited like... a check once. Is that true? I was DJing and I got a corporate gig. So I was paid better than normal. Yeah. And I was paid in a check. And I, it was open bar, and I was so blackout <laughs> that when I came home and woke up, I didn't have the check anymore. And I'd also lost my phone. So I thought I lost my check as well. And I really had lost my phone. And then a friend of mine was like, like an hour or two later, I'm just like freaking out. They're like, check your bank. And I had gone to the bank and deposited my check and not wow. remember it, but still managed to lose my phone. That's amazing. So the more drunk you get, the more responsible you get. No weird <laughs> that way. would be a terrible takeaway to yeah, <laughs> clean from that, but um digress yeah you know to be honest uh, yeah we are digressing a lot already but just let me say one quickly i've never blacked out really that's great i mean there's kind of things la that, dee da chris lock well i don't know what's happening to me i drank <laughs> to the max that's for sure i was maxed out to in my the mind max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't get it but there are parts where i'm like no i don't remember that and then people jog my memory and i remember oh yeah sure yeah but okay so yeah, I like that. 80-20, female to uh, male ratio. Um, yeah, you can deposit your check when you're blackout drunk, but let's not go there. We'll drink moderately. Yeah. And no cops. Let's dive into that. No cops. Because the two main... <laughs> I should say, if you listen to this later in life, this is December 1st, 2014. The two major things right now are Bill Cosby and ferguson or for our canadian listeners Gianga Gian, and that's the Gianga Bill cosby is this american comedian if you're canadian yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah, canadian. you probably don't know who he is <laughs> but uh <laughs> and for our american listeners Gianga meshi is a canadian radio personality yeah. he's on an obscure station called the cbc and yeah anyway actually, uh, he, actually I, I remember seeing a lot of americans write. i had tweet. an american friend be like wait he's a radio star and you care like what are you talking yeah. about you know that's a good point but I mean, I don't. I think you could listen to this in five years, and people would. Well, we care for there would be other a cops reasons. Thing going on, you know. There's always yeah. going to be a cops thing. It's yeah. Like a 12 year old that just got shot. A no, few days it's ago. true. You know what? The cops thing is. Um... Which. So the other thing, mm-hmm. you can't kill kids. They're just like impossible to kill. Wouldn't that kids are invincible? I mean, I think that's a nice <laughs> sentiment. I'm not saying yeah, kill kids. But wouldn't that make them fucking <laughs> cocky as shit? Yeah, well, that's why there has to be some sort of like, like all the kids kid jail. All the kids are gonna be like that little spoiled rich kid on kindergarten cop, like little sassy. Well, jerk. it's not that there's no consequences for their actions; <laughs> they just can't be killed. Right. Okay. So we can still you still ground them. Teach. There's still like a juvenile hall of some kind. Right. They you still know, have to learn. Still, they could still not end up going to university and have a terrible life. I guess that's true. Like we don't necessarily you don't need kill to kill kids. Them. Yeah. Right. It's always a tragedy. Even the shittiest kid getting killed is. But I mean, if they know news. they're invincible, that's what I'm saying. Not like parents <laughs> like they're jumping in front of cars and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could still be badly injured. 
So what about if you can... They can like, go into po- a coma. What if you point a gun at a kid, you squeeze the trigger, the <laughs> bullet bends and flies back to your face? How about that? Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's that's like cool. a force field. Fuck. I ought to be a kid again in yeah. your utopian world. Yeah. Okay, so kids can't be killed. Yeah. And this came about because you're basically probably referencing cops killing kids yeah accident. just killing a lot of kids these days they seem to that's that's the trend so by hot kids new trend. you mean up to 18 yeah at 18 the legal you can be killed 18 you can be killed yeah when you turn on your 18? 18th birthday yeah. oh my god so if you've accumulated a lot of enemies <laughs> as a child the 18th birthday is the gloomiest day yeah. of your life <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you're dressed like lydia from beetlejuice <laughs> <laughs> but it's kevlar and chainmail. oh my god yeah but that's I, why if you're a good kid if, no, you're not gonna you know get... what I, I, i'm gonna say it but i i have a feeling that you might be psychologically warping these kids maybe i hear, I hear dark organ noises i hear them <laughs> the, on their birthday they're peering out the window they do not want to go outside <laughs> But then that's, that's part of the thing that maybe yeah. maybe from like early teens, like thirteen, fourteen. That's but when in, the parents in another in the world school... they would have been dead already. Because if they're acting, you know, so crazy that they're afraid of being killed on their eighteenth birthday, in our world right now they probably would have been yeah. dead. So that I'm giving them a second chance. Yeah, and that's not even just like by cops or whatever you're saying by just accident. Any, anyone, yeah. That's so funny. Well, you can use the early teens to slowly... You'll have rituals in your world then probably that slowly get them ready for the day you become a (laughs) killable person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When I become killable, that's how they talk in high school. Like they skip class. How will you behave differently? Act like you're killable today, kids. (laughs) Don't don't focus on your unkillable nature, please. Like kids skipping class, passing a joint. What are you gonna do? Kill me, mom? Yeah. (laughs) Not yet. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But soon, soon your day is coming. But honestly, they'll be like hanging out, skipping class, drinking beers in the park or whatever. Be like, what's wrong, Kevin? And Kevin's like, "Ah, I I turned killable tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, but I think where you're coming from is a compassion for all the needless bloodshed. Well, I mean, I think all these ideas start from a like good a place, house. but then, but then in this show, you know, when we start peeling apart and like picking at the how they would actually work, then you start finding like the bad side. You but can't. That's how you got to do it. Exactly. You can't. You can't enact any sort of ideal without they're having like an adverse reaction to something. Well. I, I always say this because in case it gets too rabbit holy, the blanket thing is in my utopia, they just get it. That's what <laughs> right. you can say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but I, it is a good thing to discuss because. But someone's got to lay these blueprints out. You can't just. Yeah, because in real life, we will be working on the unkillable ch- child <laughs> formula. <laughs> That's your project in Russia, isn't it? Yes, I've, I've unleashed a secret. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Um, yeah, oops, I just couldn't keep it in. <laughs> um, but what about the cops? Specifically, you brought up no cops. Is um, Well, this would have to, you know, necessitate some sort of essential goodness that we are devoid of now. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... Just That's right, because there are, right now in our world, there are... M- mental instabilities that lead to yeah which i crimes. think re- there's actual re- just bringing men down to 20 will probably knock out a lot of that you're probably right yeah, yeah so we already got probably a much lower crime rate that we have now definitely a lot less criminals 
Um, legalized drugs. I everywhere. do know that, that women would... wig out sometimes and do weird things like back the car into a lake with their children in them. And stuff yeah, like that. but then they're all dead anyway. So what's it there to really bring a cop into the matter for? Well, no, the chi- the children would float. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, you know that you, you have adoption services. There's a lot of you know nice ladies around. Yeah, there's like a, there's an actual com- like a company that's hired to guard lakes for floating children around sunken <laughs> cars, like a rake. <laughs> Kid rake. I like how nice this uh, utopia started so far, and then it's just getting <laughs> really dark and absurd. Unkillable, <laughs> motherless children from a lake. But that story, I forget. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It was, I think, from the 90s, the mother who drove the I mean, car. And it, look. That horrified me when I was sure. a kid, man. Women have done bad things. But there, there's not a lot of female but serial killers. But a man probably drove her to it. Yeah. She probably hated her ex-husband. He was a drunk or oh, whatever. Yeah, I mean... For sure. And she's like, fine, you'll see. Yeah, so you can't kill kids. There's a lot less dudes. We'll legalize drugs. How about that, too? So that eliminates, like, 90% of probably arrestable offenses. Yeah. And then, I don't know, you just have some sort of tribunal And also completely system. irrational jail terms, prison sentences. Exactly. And then you just... Are there uh, going to be prisons? I think we would have to do some sort of, like, Norwegian rehabilitation model it would have to be on based on like like you know when homer goes to jail in japan and the simpsons and like he's got like i think so he's just got a really nice bento box for lunch and like somewhere where people can be like secluded but not necessarily like getting raped by aryan nation dudes well if there's only 20 percent population dudes and they're pretty pacified because they're on drugs all the time (laughs) (laughs) and they're scared of upsetting the new woman order yeah God, this is turning into, I hate to say it, ladies, but kind of a dystopia <laughs> for some of us. <laughs> well, maybe so. It's time to shake things up. It's good, though. No, yeah. I like the idea. Those I who, like the idea of, like... Those who view this as a dystopia will not be invited in the first place. But I like how you're saying no... Cr- yeah, exactly. I like how you're saying no criminals, or, like, um, not no criminals. Yeah. But but you're thinking of another reasonable way to deal with it instead of just more money into more prisons. Yeah. That where people get treated like shit or whatever. Well, and, you know, what we have now is a is a semi-privatized prison system where it's in the prison's best interest to fill their building. Isn't that weird? It's terrifying. That's one of the main things that Canada does not talk about right now. And we're it's something we're gravitating towards. So that's Super wonderful. jails? Super jails, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I didn't, you know, this is my Canadian, uh, comedian ding dong brain again, but uh, there's a huge budget that just went into more super jails across Canada, like within this year. Right. Uh, I wouldn't quote me on that, but I know (laughs) that this government has brought in mandatory minimums and all sorts of other tough on crime initiatives. When our crime rates going down, we actually have the lowest, uh, homicide rate, I believe in 2013 since like the sixties. So out of what? Oh, like out of our own country? Well, our crime rate, yeah, at our own country. God, what were they doing in the 60s in Canada? Murdering. There was no GPS, right? There was like a quarter of the population. They were just killing each other like crazy. I had this conversation the other day, like how um, technology, you know, compared to like the late 1800s, early 1900s, where you could just get away with killing a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like because there was like no cell phones, no like people would disappear and you wouldn't think it was that odd. Well, I think like probably like small towns would mutually agree like, Oh, that family were shitheads. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's that town um, outside of London, Ontario? Right? There's like, oh, what's it called? I can't remember. 
Some family was like oh, just totally like, like everyone the, in the family. The town agreed to murder this family. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I forget. Uh, well, if there you're would be none of that in my utopia. No, yeah. No, yeah. If you wanted to commit murder, no one agrees with you. You have to do it alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, <laughs> no it's mob a solo men- mission. How about that? No mob mentality. That's like a warning sign for people. I don't know if there would be no mob mentality because then you got you've got no protests and you've got no like. Right, that's true. And where do you draw the line at mob mentality? Like any group that agrees with each other is that? That is actually a good point because I have to admit. And I'm an open-minded person, but recently I've been... But. But. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I'm admitting this. Recently, some of the... What I would, uh, uh, like, feel is mob mentality happening on the internet in other circumstances, like, makes me uncomfortable. And I'm wondering, like, is this just me being uncomfortable? Like, about what? um, Just like when someone... Well, I guess because I'm a comedian, so usually when I... um, a comedian says a shitty joke and someone records it live and then for a week that guy's career or guy or girl yeah career is destroyed in front of their eyes by the internet like that kind of mom mentality makes me feel fucked because comedians yeah like channeling rage uh like i like freedom of speech to be honest but i also like that you should deal with the consequences of being a shithead saying something stupid yeah and i mean you know um I open myself up to all sorts of like minor flare ups of like mob mentality. You oh, know, yeah. like I'm constantly being, you know, called the. Uh, oh my God. Some of your stuff, especially with the Rob Ford stuff, did you get insane? Uh,. I mean, to be honest, the most negative negativity I receive is when I cover oil and gas issues or, oh, like, yeah. energy extraction because that's so sensitive in Canada and there's so many, like, you know, Albertans and people that look... Yeah. Not all Albertans, obviously. The Calgary mayor is pretty What's awesome. that guy's name that's writing for you guys about that stuff? John uh, Talden or something? Or? We have a guy named Michael Toledano who does a lot of Toledano, that's stuff. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's really good. Yeah, he's great. I mean... Yeah. That's a very sensitive subject in Canada, so you get a lot of, like... It's always the same thing. It's like, oh, I bet you faggots took a car full of gas to do your little stupid story for your internet site. Where do you think the gas came from? And it's yeah. like, well, that's not really what we're saying, is it? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, but uh, but anyway, so I, I don't know. I think uh, I've gotten sort of used to that, you know, just used to people, like, freaking out. And I think yeah. people have a right to freak out, even if you don't disagree with them, because I'm also, you know... The people who agree with me are also sort of amplifying my voice, and that's yeah. sort of a form of what you, what you would call mom mentality as well. So I say bring it on. That's a good, yeah. I'm learning but to... But I face uh, it every, like, day, you know. Like, you definitely do. Yeah, you guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. I'm bringing this up as, like, a comedian that is pretty much not controversial like, at all. Like, I want to say the C word, maybe, and then... <laughs> I don't even want to say the C word. Like, I would never want to. No, I know. I'm pretty, like... I know broad for the most part i'm just silly comedian but uh i guess just i've always felt uncomfortable when uh people are ganging up on a person but you know but maybe that is how we learn and shift sometimes uh, they deserve it and it's also like i think sometimes they deserve it yeah and it's also cathartic for the people like if you're putting yourself in a position where you're going to say something that's controversial it's and you're you have like the greatest publishing medium of human history like at your fingertips and you're choosing to say something that's going to be offensive then you deserve right the attention you're going to get and also for the people who are reacting negatively the odds of that transitioning into any sort of real world consequence for you are like so little, you know, if someone calls you an idiot, it's like your feelings are hurt. That's one thing, but it's not like it's going to affect 
you know, your life in any real tangible way, unless it's something like Kramer, you know, but then it's like, you kind of just like, he kind of deserved that. I mean, it's all relative. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I wouldn't, it's all relative. I would never stick up for what he did. No. Right. So who cares if he's getting, if the, if the crowd or if like, if, Every if the world united and ripped him to shreds and yeah. stoned him to death, I would probably stick up for him. Yeah, you wouldn't but want if, to see him murdered. But the fact that his career is uh, deeply affected, yeah, he kind of said the fucking worst shit ever. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's that's on you. <laughs> yeah, I see. Cool. I'm glad we talked about that, especially coming from your angle, because I think yeah, you are dealing with like um, very um, controversial topics a lot of the time. But for comedians. We're just sort of like not even being controversial. We're just like anything goes kind of ding dongs, like so, like just being silly. Yeah, and I do think there, and is... I guess we worry because that's our livelihood, like... right? And I and I do think like there is sort of a danger there, just in terms of people. Like we don't want to go, we don't want to go so far into a place where people can express their opinions freely and criticize, where people then start being afraid of saying how they feel. Right? Like it's. You want to have yeah. sort of that balance where people can respond and criticize, but it doesn't get so feverish that people are then afraid to say what they want to That's say. That's the thing. I think I've read too many old dystopian uh, novels to that I worry about, like the self-policing in our own head type of stuff. I think the more tangible risk of that, and uh, I'll just throw this back into the utopia thing. I mean, and this is not funny, but it's just the reality. Like government surveillance would not exist, and I yeah. think I think that that is the greatest fear or the greatest threat to you know expressing oneself. Because yeah. if you start to worry that everything you do on the internet is logged, even indiscriminately or anonymously, you start. There are studies that say you start to you know self police the way you search things and the way you sort of express yourself. Um, I think that's a bigger risk than just, you know, trolls. Well, you covered the Ed Snowden story a lot, didn't you? Yeah, or, and I, yeah. I'd like to cover it from our Canadian angle because that doesn't get a lot of attention. Right. We have our own agency called CSEC, which does exactly what the NSA does, but people mm. talk about it much less. Right. We have a $1 billion facility. In Even uh, American news is more popular in Canada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they, we read American news first instead of our own news. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I like that. So no government... Uh, watchdogs, surveillance everywhere. No. Um, so they have no... The internet, we still got the internet? Oh, yeah. I have an internet. <laughs> does no one thing ever. Does not some weird it's super guy fast. in a suit is reading it in a weird office <laughs> yeah, at the same yeah. the same time you are. Yeah, exactly. Like, this guy's mom is crazy. <laughs> well, I hope they get together for Christmas. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Next file. Yeah. Oh, Chris's beard really needs to speed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... Whole it's looking pe- rough. <laughs> whole people in suits that we have no idea are, like, following the most mundane aspects of our lives. Or, at the very least, it's on a hard drive in, in Ottawa somewhere just waiting to be looked at. Yeah, anytime. See, that's this thing. If I'm a comedian, I go out and say the wrong thing when I'm working on a joke one day by accident because I would never want to. Yeah. Then they go through all my file, and they'll be like, oh, he was kind of subversive in 2007. Well, you know, actually, that is one of the bigger fears. Like, say you, and in all seriousness, say you, you know, say, like, 15 years, there's, like, some cataclysmic environmental event. Like, you know, New York had that flooding recently. Like, say something like that happens in Toronto. there will be. And there will be. (laughs) And then, say, you join like an environmental protest group and say you get arrested at the protest and there has been this mm-hmm. sort of directory or record of everything you've done 
Yeah. For decades. Then they, and, and then, you know, like some sort of imaginary government could say, well, you did this and this and sort of create a picture of you as like this dissident. Obviously yeah. the governments we have now, they don't have the legal power to do that. But by creating these tools, mm-hmm. you could empower a government in the future to do those things. Yeah. So why are we building these tools when it's they It's a could slow just... process. Yeah. It's a slow process my to dad... destroy the world. But <laughs> my dad calls it the frog in the uh, boiling pot. Is yeah. You that? turn it up slowly yeah, yeah. and then it explodes. Yeah, froggy bits. That's why I just honestly. So I want to turn down the frog water. When I'm not doing stand up, honestly, I mostly just hide under my bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. So you're very trusting then, because there's no surveillance, there's no cops. What if there are criminals? Like, how do you even apprehend them? Do you not trust cops enough even to apprehend uh, someone that's kind of okay? This gone is just insane? something I came up with. Yeah. And that's and, what it's all about. And uh, we'll just go with it. I just came up with this now. <laughs> yeah. There's armed drones. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but. A guy that doesn't want cops but, or surveillance, but, he wants drones. They can't be activated yeah. without a vote. <laughs> yeah, okay. So. And in the meantime... <laughs> So there's some sort of Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's so, like, should we <laughs> allegations get brought forward? Yeah. About say, you know, Chris Locke. Chris Locke has been stealing all of so the So the muffins. crime's already done. Then you go into this diplomatic process. <laughs> yeah. To Execute send the dr- the terminator drone. drone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Yeah. That's a slow process. That's yeah. more bureaucratic than the cops. No, I know, but where where do you draw the line? I mean, can I just say no one commits crimes? That's what about kind of if boring. you have? Well, there's nothing to talk about then. Do you think one of the fallacies with real human cops is that they are human? Yeah, but what do you want, robot cops? I know what you're doing in Russia now. Yeah, <laughs> you work for Skynet. <laughs> All the cops are dogs. They're all talking dogs. <laughs> there. They that's, can, you can say that. Okay. All right. So all the cops are talking dogs. <laughs> so they have really, they can smell really well. They're really good investigators. And when they uncover a problem, they bring it to the media who then presents the evidence. And then there's a drone vote. Yeah. And you vote on your phone and, you know, they, people think they're guilty. Oh, so it's still, Laser even guns. though we have talking dog cops now, <laughs> yeah. it still has to be... Uh, yeah, the drones. We have to decide on the drones after they give us. Well, the you evidence. don't have to build prisons. You just eviscerate. You know. And then- I'm going to tell you the criminal that created all these, uh, robbed all these banks. By this point, is living in Mars on a man in a mansion <laughs> that he built himself. By well, the time we, you catch him, yeah, space passports will be very rare. <laughs> So hard to get, hard to get. Yeah, <laughs> in my utopian world, <laughs> space passports are so hard to get. I love that. See, it is confusing because that's it's what... It's very they, confusing. You start uh, to contradict yourself really quick. It's hard because, yeah, well, I, um, you know, I know some people that are, you know, not talking about the utopian world topic with them. They have, uh, you know, a sort of like, I don't know, just kind of a hippie-ish view on things like, yeah. you know, because the, the fiat money and all that yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah. that people get... Oh, everyone uses Bitcoin in my utopia. I know that. I know you love Bitcoin. (laughs) I do love Bitcoin. I can't even follow it. I've tried to read some of your articles and I'm just like, wow, this makes me sick. Yeah, no, I know. But it's already like, it's collapsed, right? 
No, no, there was a crash because it's yeah. an unregulated market, and they had this yeah. like crazy guy out in Japan that conned a bunch of people. But it has really nothing to do with the tech. It's more just like you don't like all the benefits of not having centralized regulation. Yeah, it's also bad. You know, it's like a, trying to create a utopia. It's like the utopia. It is like the utopia yeah. of finance in that like there's no central bank, so you can do whatever you want, and it's like technically untraceable, which isn't totally accurate. But yeah, but then at the same time, there's no financial regulators. There's no like like if your credit card gets stolen they'll refund you there's none of that in bitcoin so if you get fucked you're fucked so it's this weird like and people instantly sword. look for the angle to rip you off yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah i know some people some idealistic people okay say so they they're anti-government and they're anti like this kind of money system that we've created now and idealistically they would love to it's almost anyways they'd like to own their own piece of land yeah then they their wares they barter with everybody else but every time I get to the point where like, okay, so someone starts robbing all your vegetables yeah. or like pinches your wife's butt or your husband's butt, whichever you, it is in this world, probably the husband's butt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> then how do you deal with that man? Well, you call the Doberman. And they're lost. Yeah. Yeah. So you say Doberman police. Yeah. Doberman's on segways. That sounds very... Uh, it's pretty know. chill. You know why? Because they still respect humans. They're still like a yeah. They there's an ca- order there. I love that they're on. So they have human hands to drive the segways. Yeah, they they're they're bipedal when they want to be. Right. They just have dog fa- Doberman faces. No, they're just they look like dogs with hats. Oh, Jesus and sunglasses and well, yeah, if it's sunny <laughs> out, you know. <laughs> I love it. Some guy's running his ass off with a bag with a dollar sign on the side of the loop bag. No, it's the USB key with someone's Bitcoin on it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Or like one of those old money sacks with just Bitcoin <laughs> like USBs. USBs in it. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the the, the dog cop catches him on the uh, Segway and just starts licking him. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they have like a... Um, but he would go to just sort of the peaceful sort of Norwegian model jail. The drones would only be, you know, serial killers. Right. Rape. And uh, they just disintegrate them. Yeah, just eviscerate. Like lasers. Yeah, and it's televised. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) At first I was like, this is going to be a very nice humanitarian world. (laughs) Now you want everybody on this planet to watch. Just don't rape or kill anyone. Watch bad guys get eviscerated. Is that the word? Yeah. 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 Just disintegrated. Like, Well, it's quicker than what we've got now. You know, like you got Ferguson on TV for six months. Just, (laughs) Just put it on. Yeah, but the reason Last why it's Aaron on TV Wilson. for six months is because because we don't the have these world, laser drones and dog cops. But also the things move too. People slow. are split on who should be eviscerated. <laughs> yeah. Some people say the cops. Some people say the rioters. It wouldn't be like this in the eighty twenty world, though. I was talking to a friend. The dudes about are it the messing other day. up the margin. Yeah, the dudes. You're right. It all, do you all watch? Do you watch newsfeed of Ferguson and just go? Too many dudes, man. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was talking to a friend the other day about it, and, uh, you know, because it makes me emotional. I think it's sad. And then he goes uh, about the rioters, like, yeah, they're just getting, like, free cell phones and stuff. And I was like... Even calling them rioters is a little problematic. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't mean it like... I, I yeah. didn't mean to throw you under the bus <laughs> when your friend was obviously the one being ignorant, but... Well, yeah, maybe I said protesters. I don't know. Maybe I didn't even say writers in the podcast. Well, I said protesters. <laughs> Edit. Well, there's all those. No, things. but that that made me sad that he just could sum it like that in case yeah. closed for him. 
No, it's it's one of the more depressing things that um, we've you know had to because it's like yeah, it's, it's like just, if you can't get justice over and over again that hard, take some fucking cell phones. Yeah, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Am I advocating stuff? I'm not sure. This is a dangerous path. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Oh god. Yeah, you should know. You work in the biz. Um, Biz. Yeah, it's true. Dot biz. Dot biz. Bitcoin dot biz. Um, no, I'm not saying go and ride a store, please. I think what's happening uh, on a protest level is amazing, and I think it's what they deserve, you know. But it's just like to see the National Guard and all these like militaristic cops aligned. Like they were, they had the National Guard in there before the verdict even came down. You know, it's like, right? It's just so depressing. Like they, you know, the cops kill a kid and then they just heavy up with more cops and start throwing tear gas at people it's like where where are we did you hear about that guy that was found shot in the car in ferguson no yeah well that happened okay (laughs) maybe we'll talk about it not on the podcast back to utopia because now that i called them rioters by accident and then said (laughs) take some cell phones and you work for vice like ah this is dangerous territory now i'm like totally (laughs) do i not know how to fucking See, we're self-censoring ourselves already. Well, someone's going to listen to the podcast and be like, yeah, yeah, sub- subversive behavior. Yeah. Maybe. No, it's true. It's true. But I think that's also just a symptom of like constantly sort of being in public, you know, like I was like, mm-hmm. like I was saying, like we, we are publishing all the time. Mm-hmm. Like even a tweet or a Facebook right. status, like you're publishing. Yeah, we have photo albums uh, out there for the world now. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, but maybe that. I mean, I think to a certain degree, making yourself slightly more appropriate is probably not the worst thing. It's no. a fine line. It's a fine line. I know it's good. I think like yeah, but you also need those safe spaces, like those friends where you can just say like whatever the fuck to. Yeah, so that'll be in your utopian world. Well, you still got to have friends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it won't be a problem because no one's being like, no surveillance. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it'll be a lot more relaxed. Yeah. Peel back the clock on that whole operation. Yeah. Even in Canada now, if you go to a campfire in the middle of nowhere, you're like, what can I say here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got okay. a lot of wilderness, luckily. Okay. So um, anyone listening, I think it'll be neat that you just heard what we decided because... Even you will probably be sitting around sometime being like, yeah, what can I say? What can I express on a recorded? Nothing is safe. Yeah, nothing is safe. Except for in Patrick's utopian world. Okay, so <laughs> do you have a government even? Do we establish that? Or is it just like mostly female government? I don't think government? we would have a government with what? Well, it's mostly female world. But I don't think but we yeah. would have the government the way we have one now. What can you picture? Something a bit more consensus-based. Yeah. You know, just like constant referendums on your phone. Or it's just kind of like, do you agree with this? Do you agree with that? Do you agree with this? Do you agree with that? Oh, there will still be people losing their minds, though. Like, damn it! They're always yeah. on the wrong end of the consensus. And then I think you would have to sort of weight that popular decision against, <laughs> against who you've elected. You know, like, I don't yeah. think it would just be, like, constant democratic power. Like, because I think democracy is not... I think p- people on the whole are kind of stupid. So, like, we shouldn't trust... Just the populace with deciding on everything. Yeah. But it'd be nice to feel like you have a hand. Like, if you, I hate the feeling where you elect a government and then for the next four years, it's like, 
I hope they do a good job. You know, like yeah. you, you have that one sort of like exercise of your right. And then the rest of it's just sort of up to them. So like mm. more sort of constant feedback. So it's kind of like the nice. conch on Lord in Lord of the Flies. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Isn't the that government more like is a... whoever has the conch, but the conch is given to the person through consensus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess Ralph can have the conch. And they kind of have to re-earn the conch, like, constantly. But then Jack would be stressed. He'd be like, Ralph keeps getting the conch. What's wrong with you guys? And they'll be like, they'll look at their cell phones, they'll be like, Ralph again. Jack's yeah. too hyper. Well, hopefully <laughs> there's just, like, less decisions to make. Yeah, I, I think that that's what work. you... Which yeah, is generally less. That's sort of what you wanted about. to establish in the beginning. Yeah, it's well, like because we're of the, good. Here's yeah. the framework. Let's not change it. Okay, I like that. Any other topics you want to get to, or do you want to get to silly fun ones? One last semi-serious one that we don't have to talk too much about would be nice to just like not have crazy weather anymore. I'm worried. That's about very. Where that's that's going. the heaviest topic so far. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, like. You know, there's if like you're 100 looking at the barometer winds the other day in Toronto. So what kind of... Well, that, my first question usually is what kind of environment would you like to... Tropical, man. Totally. And like weed growing everywhere. Like, like marijuana weed? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> so kids, you're talking about like Jamaica. Kids can't get high until they're like 17. Yeah. But it's if just they like a do, nice smelling plant. But if they do get too high, don't worry. They won't overdose. <laughs> they won't die. That's true. <laughs> but their brain might get a little dumb. Um, that's what happened to me. Um, so or no kids smoke weed basically Jamaica yeah your your utopian world is Jamaica with dog cops and drones <laughs> pretty <laughs> much <laughs> but like nicer buildings Jamaica's kind of they got some construction to do it's just not a very affluent place I haven't been there since I was eight it's beautiful but yeah. you know Kingston could use a little work really when was the last time you were there mm, two years ago did you travel for Vice no it's a personal trip oh cool yeah nice Okay, um, but the humidity. I guess it's not that humid. The humid I wouldn't want it like Caribbean hot. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Caribbean hot. The Caribbean would still be Caribbean Well, you said hot. tropical. You'd, yeah, so I know. It doesn't true. have to be it's Jamaica. True. I'm going back on my word. Well. It'd be nice to have like r- like temperature adjusters. You know Tom Henry? Yeah. A comedian, stand-up okay, comedian? Okay, yeah. He said jungle, Yeah, but without the humidity. So you can do that. You can I like change that. it. I'm going to take Tom's weather plan. He can be the <laughs> chief meteorologist of yeah. the utopia. So it's like warm, but there's not that sticky humidity, and you've yeah. got some nice tropical stuff to look at. Yeah, I'll, I'll borrow that. Sweet. What about... Uh, oh, you said 80-20. We should have uh, gotten to this right away. Um, how many, though? How many people in this oh. world? Uh... Four billion with more even density, I'd say. Just going to oh, skip right. all that. Because, like, things are so, you know, uneven right now. We've got 34 million people in Canada, and then, like, you'll have, like, a billion people in in China. So that's yeah. kind of crazy when you look at the... Canada's still a baby. The reason why we're more dealing people with all this California. stuff right now is because we think a few hundred years is a long time ago, but we're still such a baby. Oh, yeah, baby developed. China is yeah baby belt babyville oh <laughs> or the baby belt the baby belt of yeah. earth <laughs> well everyone lives around the border so it's kind of appropriate baby belt sounds like a terrible Tim Hortons breakfast sandwich oh god uh, no more Tim Hortons thank you Jesus the worst like why because we're Canadian do we have to love Tim Hortons that is the most effective and also pathetic marketing campaign in Canadian history yeah it's just shit coffee. Crappy sugar treats and bad sandwiches with a hockey player on the cup, so everyone freaks out about it. I know. And it's everywhere. Do you know, I think one of the reasons, besides the taste of the food that I don't like it, 
is maroon and like yeah beige. There must be some psychological reasoning for that. What is that? That those colors make me sick. Yeah, no, it's never like the only time you, I have it is road trips, obviously. Yeah, nothing else. And even then, you're like, I'll get a turkey sandwich, and then the turkey sandwich just tastes like all butter. My Toby, there's no food that's that bad. Oh yeah, everything's like a strong well food. Seven, food least. is one of the what? What kind of food do you think? Um, I mean, food's pretty great right now, so I can't even imagine how to improve food. Yeah, you know, but no hits that you want a lot of. Just like you want. The variety we have now, just no junk food. No, I think if we can somehow circumvent the factory farming, what's one of your favorite foods to eat in Toronto? Um, you know what I was just talking about with a friend, and there needs to be more of these places. You ever been to Cafe Brasiliano on Dundas Street around Manning on the south side? Um, it's like hot table style. I did. It's like a cabbie hanging. I've been there like yeah, like like eight years ago or something. It's hot table style, but there's so many people in there that it gets turned over, and you'll get like a veal cutlet and like three crazy sides and like a great coffee for like. There's no like good low end yeah stuff like that. Um, You're right. There are some places I can't think right now. Everything is couture here right now in the city. Yeah. Especially if you want. We're, we're pretty good, though. I was just in... We also have the best burgers. We have great burgers. I best burgers Indian food. St- yeah, really good Indian food. I mean, that's, the diversity here is amazing. And you think it's just sort of like a cliche, but then when you travel, you're like, oh, wow, there's really... Well, even Toronto's in San Francisco really this good. year, uh, San Francisco, they're like, we don't really have, like, um, Caribbean food. The closest, yeah, yeah you know? we're so good at that. Like, the jerk chicken at Island Foods is one of my favorite Yeah, things. I was craving, like jerk chicken or even like a caribbean curry chicken yeah and the closest thing they had there was puerto rican food or something like yeah or peruvian i, I mean i should say i was in europe like, in october and, the and i'm like that's not the same around that range in europe is like or at least where i was in like copenhagen and berlin it's just kebabs but i think anessa frantowski do you know her mm. another comedian we were talking uh last two episodes ago and uh i think I think I read it somewhere, but I do think we have, like, the biggest Jamaican population outside of Jamaica, aside from London, England. Yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. I'm proud of that. Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) And then even my friend, this comedian in L.A., John Heat Pemberton, when he came to visit for JFL 42, he was so psyched about that because he researched it because he's totally into dance hall and, like, all this old school reggae and stuff. Amazing. And it was like, yeah, Toronto. And then I took him to Albert's and stuff. Awesome. I don't know. That's a, di- a huge digression from your utopia. But I'm just getting hungry for Alberts. I've actually wanted to do a segment on our show where we meet up with a um, Jamaican chef and we slaughter a goat and then they make curry out of it. And then you'd eat it? And then we eat it, yeah. Jeez. Can I be a guest on that? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the slaughtering the goat part would make me pretty upset, but that's, I think that's the, the, real. That's the curry the real. goat would make me feel better. Yeah, where do you think that goat came from? Sweet. Okay, so good food varieties, kind of like what we have in this city. Junglescape. <laughs> about four billion people, but uh, evenly distributed across the giant jungle scape. Um, yeah, 80 20, 80% women, 20% men. Most of the bad dudes have been uh, filtered out, eviscerated by <laughs> drones. Yeah, there maybe there's just one day where yeah. like. 80% of dudes are like, dudes going like, work. what? Fuck this. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what else did we say? Okay, no government dog surveillance. Cops. The only cops are dogs. 
Only cops are dogs, and they are very loyal. They're like Dobermans yeah. on a Segway. They have a really good sense of morality. They wear hats, and they wear shades when it's sunny. <laughs> um, Ferguson is a sticky subject for two idiots to talk about on a recorded thing. Um, I do feel bad about that. I was just like, anyways. But, yeah. And then what was the other thing? Um, no cops. Oh, yeah. Prisons are more like understanding centers yeah yeah <laughs> reconciliation environments yeah oh yeah. that's a good one yeah yeah it's just like so the, do you want them to have a bento box yeah sure <laughs> like homer yeah why okay. not well they don't need to eat bad food per oh se. yeah relationships you're not sure right i think you know just like if you personally you like being in your monogamous relationship yeah i'm happy with my girlfriend. so do i I'm but married. um but you know i think that we're heading towards um like a better place for transgender and transsexual people and people that identify as polyamorous and i would just like to see that whole sort of awareness sped up and completed and then that would be like where where we'd be at you just do whatever the hell and i've i've heard i think most people on this podcast probably said this but like just whatever you know whatever oh yeah whatever your your ding dong tells you to do as long as it's not violent i actually don't really i know this could be could go into risky the topic can go into risky places (laughs) But I haven't had anyone on yet. I don't think I would have anyone on that I know that would be like <laughs> no just hateful. Like, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, whoa, crap. Now yeah. what? You should actually have someone on here who's like super extreme. I probably will in time because I do want to do this. That would get really interesting. Do like Utopia to Me with Grandmaster of the KKK. Like, Well, the thing is, is I got to be honest. I don't, I want to be, you know. You can't just have a bunch of liberal sort of. No, I know. City folk. Cute people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly want to be, you know, a little bit ambiguous on this. I want the other person to paint the picture. Yeah. And I just push it along. Like, for example, even when I was talking about the Ferguson thing, you're right. I said some things that I didn't realize were, like, specific opinions. Well, I just... A, a little... Just but it, to clear the record while we're recording, I wasn't offended. I just... I don't think you should label people who are protesting racial injustice rioters when no you're right but i'm not even thinking of them as rioters it's more like i'm saying what the tv says yeah yeah, you know right. what i mean yeah 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 but it's still like even then you're like oh my god yeah you're right it's not that easy but oh you know i know some comedians that are like are really funny really smart dudes that are but are from like out west and oh, stuff yeah. and i'd love to have them on i i i do want to run the gamut i just like yeah, we'll see. We will. There's a lot of people that believe a lot of things out there, so <laughs> I just don't want a, the a fun podcast to turn into me being like, "No, you, you hate people." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, zero like, people. Yeah, zero people. <laughs> Have like a bestiality enthusiast on. Um, yeah, I think I got one in mind. But this is coming from the Vice guy, so of course <laughs> I want you to. <laughs> yeah, you want me to investigate like, the terror of humanity well do you actually so um, that's interesting that you brought up the vice connection to that because do you guys sometimes um integrity wise sometimes you like that is that insane topic is gonna get a shitload of hits and shares does that drive a piece sometimes I mean, it it drives look we like we do a lot of things that don't get a lot of attention, right? That just sort of feel like mm-hmm. the right thing to cover. Like we had a piece today about um, the Burnaby Mountain protests, which are happening in BC right now, and this group of people went up and mm-hmm. basically stopped, you know, this oil company from doing their work. But 
David Suzuki's uh, his grandson. Son was up there. So, I mean, man, people don't really pay that much attention to that. It's not sensationalist, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I don't, we're not like, I think we're not Suzuki's... like the National Enquirer, right? We're not yeah. like going after like, uh, find the, but yeah, like, it's all, we're, you know, in the media, anytime you do something that gets a lot of attention, you're happy about it. Right. And, and that just so happens to often be sort of the more crazy shit mm-hmm. to, to put it. And we're always sort of figuring out, you know, it's an ongoing conversation. Um, how do we keep bringing people back and growing our audience, but not sort of playing into like lose your integrity. Yeah. And just not play into what people are going to expect us to do. Like, right. You know, because we've sort of come... Cool dude drives bazooka. Yeah, you know, and like that's... <laughs> you can only do that for so long. And I, the more and more we're noticing, people are really responding to the stories that are like completely true and just like straight reported, but are just so crazy. You know, mm-hmm. like you just got to find the thing that's like actually insane. And then you don't really have to try and make it crazy because it's just... It's just that insane. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Cool. Nice. I'm sorry to... I don't want to wrap this up with just you standing up for the integrity of Vice. No, no, let's but not do that. It is an interesting... silly question. But no, but yeah. <laughs> what kind of uh, poo would there be? No, uh, Purple poo. <laughs> there you go. Good night, everybody. No, but seriously, um, I, I personally was interested in that question. I'm sure people that um, read Vice want to know, so it's nice. Um, is there anything... We won't do any more questions on my beat sheet because I think this is a very nice, rich world that you've created so far. What Thank do you, you feel so far? I think it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know how. It's kind of like you, but, every, you set everything up and then yeah. kind of like to press play and see how it would all react. Yeah. You know, that would be kind of It is crazy. sort of like an in, intense Sims game. Yeah, it totally is. It's like yeah. set this slider to 60% and this to that and then it's like what's going to happen? I think you, know? you kind of like gave up on the actual intellectualizing it when you're like, Dog cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe that's what I want. I mean, would, no, if, if you had to have a co- It's totally if, fair. If you had a break-in in your house, would you rather have two strong but friendly dogs come over? Or yeah. a couple of guys are going to be like, well, did you leave the door open, you fucking idiot? Yeah. You know, kind of making fun of you. It is you around. It's such a cliche, and this is probably dangerous territory again, but <laughs> everybody is like, man, the shittiest guy I went to high school with became a cop. Like, what was your last... <laughs> Uh, cop experience um uh, my full-on with a cop actually she was very nice because yeah someone actually broke into our house and took my bike from the back room of our house i had a my so she was patient and nice and understanding that's good my last cop experience was positive as well so i know there's good ones out there but by the way and this is my personal opinion i i want there to be cops for real yeah i just uh don't yeah i don't i want like humanitarian cops yeah i don't necessarily like have a problem with the idea of police i would just rather live in a utopia where they're not necessary or right. that we can just demote them so that they're dogs i think that's a good point to make they're not necessary because we've evolved to the point where we trust each other yeah exactly that's that's what i'm getting at not that like we yeah. need to get rid of them at whatever cost. Yeah, you're not iced tea. Like, yeah. Cop killer. I wish Fuck I was iced cops. tea. Now or then? <laughs> you know, Have I you heard... seen him without a shirt on now? No. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> there was a popular picture on the internet years ago of him, like, walking in the ocean 
It was stupid. But they do that to every celeb. I know. It's like, oh, yeah, they're fat now. Cool. Who cares? Yeah. Isn't that mean? But I guess those guys get a lot of money or, and girls who shoot these celebrities on the beach. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Is that what Jake Gyllenhaal does in Nightcrawler? It's more car anything. accidents. Yeah. Yeah. The ice tea. This is how old I am. The ice tea body count slash cop killer um, controversy from like 91 or whatever was one of the first of that kind of controversy I noticed when I was a kid. When rap was scary. Yeah, that came out when I was like huge into Ice-T, NWA, all those guys. And Jane's Addiction, I think. Because I think, <laughs> didn't Ice-T do the first Lollapalooza or something? So that's 91 I'm talking about. Yeah. So that was the first real like, oh, Freedom of Speech controversy I paid attention to when I was a kid. Yeah, I remember seeing Eminem when I was in grade 8 and there was a threat that he was going to get arrested for hate speech. Yeah. Which is, like, so mind-blowing now because he's just basically, like, one of the biggest pop stars in North America. Now when I realize that the body count thing, Cop Killer, I think that was around Rodney King times. Right. That would make sense. So it was, like... It was heated. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Cool. This has been the most um, thorough, uh, thoroughly intense one. I like it. Cool. Well, Real, I- like... You know, uh, that's why I'm really glad I had you on because uh, comedians, you know, we go into very fantastical worlds pretty fast. Yeah. Use our imaginations because when we do try to intellectualize it, we got bogged down. We're like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. (laughs) How about a unicorn for a president? You know what I mean? I don't mind hurting people's feelings, but a unicorn president would be okay, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no man or woman is actually in charge. Just this just, giant uniform. Just this beautiful, unicorn. beautiful, immortal unicorn. It doesn't even... That protects all the kids. That's why the kids <laughs> can't die. It's amazing. <laughs> it doesn't even say anything. It just beams yeah. communications into our skulls. Like Zah. You just get updates. We're like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and the kids are safe. That's perfect. Anything else you want to add? Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Cool. Anything you want to promote? No. Okay. I'm on Twitter. You can find me there. That's right. Say your Twitter account. Patrick McGuire. Patrick M-C-G-U-I-R-E. Yeah. And I follow him. You should follow him too. And that was so fun. Say thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. All right. Wrapped up another episode. Episode 16 with Patrick McGuire from Vice.com. Patrick, that was awesome. Thanks again for being my guest and coming on and uh, talking about all that cool, fun stuff. It was really fun. Glad to have you here. Thanks for drinking all the green tea. I always enjoy it when a guest enjoys green tea. You guys didn't know that, but we had green tea going on. And follow him at Patrick McGuire on Twitter, at Patrick McGuire, just how you spell his name. And then get all the updates and all the stuff and all the new stuff he's working on. Lots of cool stuff. Again, I'm at Chris Lock Fun. That's my Twitter thing. I'm always promoting stand-up comedy shows and all kinds of stuff that i'm doing um so you can follow that and follow us at utopia to me uh there's no question mark but i say it like that at utopia to me and tweet at us tell us what you think uh your utopian world would look like and spread it around follow us on itunes on stitcher you can subscribe all that utopia to me.com you guys are the best thanks so much for listening again this is episode 16 we keep punching them out and they keep getting back up and, and going for more. So um, thanks so much for listening, having a lot of fun, and love you guys. Have a good night, and um, stay bundled. Bundle up, December.